Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all, it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard <laughs> has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started Chris Black, what up, loser? Jason, God, man, I'm just bite. My nails are bit down to the ends. You know, I'm stressed out. I just ate an entire pizza. I haven't showered in three days. I can't stop watching cable news. How do you feel? Damn, you're you're listing all the things that you wish you could be doing, but you're a cuck, so you won't. I'm actually eating pizzas. I'm actually not showering. Come fuck with the boy. (laughs) <laughs> I'm actually no like a normal human being I'm going about my day and checking in on twitter.com when I need a little hit of news and you know what Jason mm-hmm. you know collectively as a country it's looking like we're not very good at counting <laughs> well I mean they, they they said the whole entire time that because of the mail-in balance that it could take days if not weeks to count all the millions and millions of ballots that people send in i'm sure there's still ballot i mean and also every state is different from state to state some some well, thank will, you jason will did, al- you, did you did you major in poli sci in college Ooh, testy black over here <laughs> testy black needs needs to he didn't do his headspace yet but you know like some some states will allow like up to like three days after like with the postmarking on it or something like that. Like there's a lot of there's there's like probably envelopes that haven't even been opened yet. You know what I mean? It's like the checks in my mailbox. I can't even keep up. They got so many coming in. You know what I'm saying? All my residuals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, uh, but they warned everyone. They told everybody, hey, yeah, this is going to take you know, it could take weeks. And, every, and then like, if it takes more than three hours, everyone's like, what the fuck? Much you know? like counting. We're also not good at being patient. So, you know, it's a it's a it's a one two punch to the gut from America. Yeah, but I mean it is it is also, you know, conversely a very good point of like we have figured out how to automate everything and everything like I can I hit a button and you know, I transfer, you know, I could send anything to anyone, you know, it it could be $10,000, it could be a hat, it could be unemployment, it could be you know, a new cell phone, like everything, this is 2020 for God's sakes. Like it shouldn't be this archaic. Like when people go and vote, it looks like, like the, the, the voting area that you walk into, it looks like you're going on an airplane that was built in 1978. You know, when you get the old, I mean, it only happens on like a shitty airline, like Delta or something, but 
You know, do like a, an airline we know that has an We know out. your JetBlue hive. You, we know your JetBlue because you like to fly to like, you know, Portland and Dominican Republic. But go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, at least on a JetBlue flight, the plane was uh, was built during a time when I was actually alive, you know. But I'm, I'm saying, well, okay, let's... Do you do it for the snacks? Be honest. Do you just like those weird chips? Do you like the Terra chips? <laughs> Look, I mean, I like a terra chip a hell of a lot more than just like a bag of pretzels that was made. A Biscoff? In, in, Don't no, come no, no, for no, the no, Delta no. logo embossed Biscoff. There's a difference between the then between the party fiesta mix and a Biscoff. A Biscoff, I make love to the Biscoff. I I can make oh, gross. I can make two busies last. You know. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, TJ, I'll tongue down a busy in, in yeah. business. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I will tongue down a busy in business. I, from here to Denver, I'll do three three hours and nine three, three hours and nineteen minute flight. And, uh, and brother, I'm do I'm going crumb by crumb we with that busy. We call that we call that busy lingus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, boys, boys, they make the boys. They talk about glizzies. No, 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 no. A, a real gentleman eats a is, eats a biscoff. Biscoff. I love um, a biscoff, but also you know, the other problem is when I get a biscoff, I want to I want to eat it with uh, a a cup of tea that has a lot of milk in it for some reason. Like it feels very British to do to do that. Totally, totally. Mate. But I'm totally. you know the chances of me sipping hot tea with milk on an airplane ain't going to happen. Yeah, that's that's smart. You know, any I, I anyone know. who drinks coffee on the flight is a unless you're that, like Steve Aoki, it's a, it's a full freak move. Is that is that somebody who is that somebody who would you would a Biscoff be something that you dipped into a coffee? Is that something people would? Yeah, do? yeah, yeah. Biscoff is just um that's just a biscotti for like people in jail. You know, it's just yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the airplane is just jail in the air. <laughs> that's a good point, actually, TJ. Thank um, you. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, jail what were we, what were we, what were we were talking about our crumbling society. Uh, I think before uh, we talked about I was about talking Biscoff. about like the when you when you go and vote in person, like people posted oh, yes. or like we saw a, a, a picture that Kanye posted of him and it looked like he was filling out the immigration Bro. form you know on the tray table of a of, a, of fair, an a20 you know an a24 fair, he, <laughs> of a shitty fair, airplane built in 1978 to be fair he was, he was in voting Montana. in wyoming, or he, wyoming yeah, yeah it's like it's like they don't have technology they don't have computers yeah but it's not um, like when you go and vote in like fucking you know a metropolitan area like metropolitan area i'm sorry like like la or new york it's not like they're like, oh, so do you want sparkling or flat when you show? You know, it's still like jailhouse, like all like full trash yeah. shit going on. Well, Jason, that's because Republicans like you don't want to pay more taxes, and that's the issue, and that's why we can't do that. And I think that's a whole other podcast if you want to get into it. But don't don't you I'm pull more the concerned. Careful what you wish for, card Republican I, black. I just can't wait till Biden wins so that social media goes back to some sort of normalcy. You know, people can have a sense of humor mm -hmm. again. People aren't talking about stress eating or taking walks or giving some taking some time for yourself. Like how much how <laughs> pussy are you guys? Like how pussy are you that for three days you can't pay attention to something? Well like it's crazy. I mean, I think it's more of the the problem is they can't stop paying attention to it because for a lot of people you know this. Uh, you know this charade that we call American politics is is a very serious to them, and it could greatly affect their lives. Luckily, um, you know we are privileged enough to not really have it affect our lives, though. So I just want to give um, a shout out to all of our listeners who could be, you know, impacted greatly by, <laughs> by no one, by no one that listens. Down. 
no one to listen to this podcast is impacted greatly by anything that's happening right now. Yeah, we gotta, like, we gotta, we gotta meme that up for Twitch. The all the if fellas, if your ceiling looks like this, don't worry about Biden's tax plan. Like, fellas, if your if your iPhone looks like this and it's just playing this show, don't you don't have actually, to worry about Biden's tax plan. That's a good idea, actually, because that's that's true. But I mean, I've of course been glued to the World Wide Web, like always, and and as usual, I'm Teflon to this bullshit, and I just mm-hmm. you know I just keep I just keep laughing through it, Tej. Right, am I right, right. Am I, is, am I wrong for that? In 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 many ways, yes. In many ways, no. I'm 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 very similar to you, where I also use humor to you know as a distraction to um, you know. As a way, as a means of of slogging your way through, you know, you this also, unexplainable you, hell that we call our lives. You also, though, you you use the Pacquiao to do that. I I only have used Natty Wine to do that. The mm. edibles, you know what I mean. All I have is humor. I basically. could do it raw dog though. But yeah, all you that's a good point. All you do have is humor, and I have, you know, I have freaking tangerine lacroix and and vodkas to, to calm when you me get down mixy i love them but you know actually jason i was just on uh domain wines la making some purchases for tonight bro i, I tell you what this man chris black he buys more natural wine than i do that's how that's through. how you know he's a true gentleman that's how you know he is a sartorial style star he shows up <laughs> The you already you don't even have to wonder if the Tom Brown kilt is going to be pressed and fitted because you know it already is it starts down, and you know that he's showing up with a tasteful bottle of wine and you know he ain't going to take a single sip of that and you also know that if 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 the wine doesn't get drunken he's not taking it home he's leaving it yeah, there. That's the cheapest shit on earth. People, know, do people really do that? Do I mean, people, do that? people in their twenties, yeah. But yeah, you you can't be doing point. that after the age of I, I guess that is a rule that needs to be said. It, it's a little unspoken, and if if you're doing that, you get a pass if you do it once. But never you you should correct that after after. So twice. when you show up at somebody's house with a half drank bottle <laughs> of Smirnoff, you do you take it home or do you do you leave? <laughs> no, the, no, no. You the rule the it. rule is you it has to be it has Closed. to be unopened. Okay. The same you, you, rule okay. applies to a DUI situation. If you have a yeah open container, no, 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 no. That's it. It's out of my hands. But if, if it see. is a closed container and if the person absolutely insists like, oh, no, 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 I don't like Kahlua, just, you know, just take it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to throw it away anyway. Then, I really then you're don't fine. love that. I don't like this. So just take it. Get it out of here. Get it out of my face. <laughs> um, no, but I'm, you know, I just, I... I was I was doing some stress shopping at Domain Wines LA, so you know I'm I'm just getting it out. I'm just getting it out. Like I need an outlet, you know. Also, speaking um, of, we, we have a great we have a guest on our show today who is a NBA star. So we're just really broadening the horizons. But really quick before we get into that, this is this is late breaking social media news. Re, earlier this morning, you posted a picture of of uh, the Julian and Nikolai from The Strokes. Uh, a vintage pick saying, you know, this is them jeans and Chris Black, you know, back in the old days. And somebody was like, which one is which? And then you said, oh, of course, I'm Julian. And then yes. I, I I actually replied with photographic evidence. I, I don't know. <laughs> and I would like you to just take a gander at that. I don't know if I saw that. It, it, I literally got it in right be- <laughs> right before we hit record. 
Damn, okay, bro, you can be Julian then. That's fine, fam. What the <laughs> fuck is going on here? This is what this is during like this is like two thousand one when the strokes came out, this is what my this is what my ass was looking like. I had Bro, I'm not talking about you have seen your dumbass. Who are these chicks and are they midgets? Oh, these are just some Melrose punkers that were like, <laughs> Damn, you're tall, can we take a pick? And I was like, Yeah, let's do it. This is back this is when legend. when like when I still lived in Orange County and it'd just be like, what do you guys want to do? And we we're like, do you want to just like drive to LA and like walk around Melrose and like see like if there's different places we could smoke cigarettes at? And that was it. I mean, and, and this is what cool. I look like. I mean, this is a great picture too because those girls are the perfect, like <laughs> this is a great, there's so many, like you look cool actually. And the two girls look like they got off their shift at Hot Topic in Orange County and drove to Melrose to do the same thing that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I think the girl on the right is wearing an X-Ray Specs shirt. Yes, which is a classic band shirt that I don't know if anyone's actually listened to the music. You know what I mean? It's not very good. It's not very good. It's not very good. Wow, thank you, Jason. That's actually really funny. And you do look like um, a wonkier somehow (laughs) version of Julian who already looks wonky, but I, you know, I, yeah, I think is, we learned. On point. Yeah, we learned that some some people they they are attracted to a wonky looking man. You know, it's true. Well, I would rather be Fab anyway. He just wasn't in the cool picture. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, Fab is a is cute for you. Short kings are important in this world as well. Fab is the best looking member of the Strokes. I would think. I would say no. who's aged the best. No, to be it's, it's Julian. It's just it's going to be Julian because he he's he's oozing. He's Jason, using he the swagoo. He looks like a divorced donkey with a park on. <laughs> he just doesn't look great. I feel like you. I don't. I don't. I don't listen to. I've never heard the Joe Budden podcast, but I feel like you stole that diss from. No, I from did not. Joe Budden. No, no. But we're gonna have Joe Budden on the show. But anyway, or, no, I you didn't. stole that from Charlemagne. This is I the divorced never, donkey no. of the week. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> no, I pulled that shit out my off my dome. Bro. Okay, we well, have, well done, Chris. We do have a big celebrity athlete guest today, <laughs> um, and you know, Jason and I obviously huge sports fans, so this is really important for us. But mm-hmm. um, his name is Chan, Channing Fry. Um, um, he mm-hmm. has a podcast. Not to be talk- confused with Nomi Fry. I will, I will ask. Be- we'll save it and see. You know if they are actually blood relatives. He has. He has a podcast. He has two podcasts. One about the Blazers, who he used to play for, and another podcast called Road Trippin' um, with Turner Sports. Uh, he's apparently Emmy nominated for some shit, which we'll have to get into. Um, he won. He won an NBA championship, and he also has a wine business, which I think well, I, I will obviously want to get into um, because Jason's looking to pivot to the grapes as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wine. I mean, it's it's in my blood. It's in my DNA. I mean, it's literally in my blood right now. I'm I'm a little. I'm, I also, I'm, 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 I'm gone <laughs> gone off the gruner. I also want to ask Channing if he thinks Jason is is wasting his life by choosing to be a podcaster instead of an athlete with his his gifts from God. Well, um, wasting or wasted? Because I think uh, I might be a little out of my prime, considering that I'm I'm we're you and I are both older than he is, and he. Has like played wait, on. Oh, wait, how old is he? He's he's like thirty seven. Like God we're damn it. No, like nothing will make <laughs> anyone feel older than talking to athletes. They're like, oh yeah, like I mean, we're about to interview a man who is younger than us. Has like four kids. Has been in like movies, TV. Has his own business. He was on like seven different NBA teams. He's like homies with LeBron, and he is. He is absolutely younger than us. So so we're, we're both we're, fuck we're ups. losers, bro. We're fucking losers. Mm-hmm. 
All right, let's call Channing and get him to tell us we're losers. That's my kink. Let's fry this daddy up. How Long Gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got RAF on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia.
For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners, our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. <laughs> Do you live in Cali? No, no, I live in Portland. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. okay, okay. Damn, so, so too much of a hassle, man. It's too everything's a hassle. Like, what is right. a hassle in California? Getting Taxes? from the beach <laughs> to where shit is going on, <laughs> from the beach to West Hollywood is an hour and fifteen minutes. That's true. For I dinner. can't even lie. I can't. You can't. There's no debating that, Jason. Right. Yeah, mine, that's true. Let's say I want a million dollar house. A million dollar house out here in Portland, your shit is cracking. <laughs> a million dollar house in California is like you may have a fridge. Right? You, <laughs> no, you're, you're right. You're right. That's true. And but you lived me, in, right? But you lived in Portland for you lived in Portland for a long time, though. Have long you? time, yeah. So it wasn't always like this. So uh, Portland, I don't know what they did. Trump just pokes on Portland, and he be pissing everybody off. Dude. It's, it's yeah. funny because it's not half as bad as what people think it is. But it's also not half as good. So, mm. yeah. well, you guys just legalized drugs there, everything. right? Everything, yeah, everything. Because you know, so, do you think Steve yeah. Nash is going to move there soon? Because <laughs> I, you know, he likes to play with that white. Is what I heard. Dude, I'll be honest. Listen, I don't know that. I played with my man. I don't know if Mr. Stevie is into the white, but I know the white nowadays has taken over. Mm. <laughs> The white has taken over. Okay, well, we're still talking about cocaine. We're just talking about white people. <laughs> no, 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 no. White people, y'all never let go. Y'all never <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, cocaine is crazy. Maybe it was just younger, you know, like college days. You see, like, a couple here and there's do it. Nowadays, people be like, you know, it used to be like, okay, you go to a room to get beer. You go to a room to get a joint. Mm-hmm. And then people be sneaking that shit on the side. Nowadays, it's like. There's a whole separate room for mm. every type of drug you need nowadays. Where, Maybe it's I've been in the league. Where'd you go to college? Arizona. Okay. Okay. So, so the Arizona. Oh, there's, a, there's a lot of coeds there, but I don't know what the what the coke vibe is in Arizona. Chris, do you know? Ooh, five. <laughs> I think Arizona. If, if I'm not mistaken, isn't it like the number one party school in America? On it all? was. It was, and then West Virginia, for obvious reasons, turned into that. Uh, they've got nothing <laughs> there. Actually, what are the obvious reasons that West Virginia turned into <laughs> yeah, that? Because I'm not sure I know. Because I've been, I've this. been there, and there's nobody that I want to fuck there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. It's like if you're at West Virginia, you like fuck it. Like, this is as good as it gets. Yeah, West Virginia, a hole is a hole. Arizona, no, I, I, Arizona seems like a pretty good place to go to. College. I feel like overall, yeah. it's a pretty good place to go. To if college. you if you like the college experience. Um, so I'm from, like, I grew up in Arizona. I'm originally from New York. Um, my parents from New York. So like, uh, like going to Arizona, that's a big fucking difference because we, you get that college experience, right? It wasn't like a big town. And so we were just vibing and it's a basketball school Mm -hmm. and you get people from New York, uh, Texas, California, Mm -hmm. and everyone's there just to have a good time. It's all frats, sports. And people who just want to like go to pool parties on a Tuesday. <laughs> that that I mean that does sound pretty good at eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, oh man, listen, living. <laughs> so living. then, and also you were like, oh, here's Channing. He's the guy from New York City. 
He's the New ah. York guy. So when you show up into town, everyone's like, damn, I'm from fucking Fresno. I'm from Tucson. This man <laughs> is the coolest person I've ever met. No, 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 no. So I moved out of uh, New York early. I just said I was born in New York. Mm, 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 to be mm, honest, mm. I've been in Phoenix. So I'm really a Phoenix guy. Mm. Right? Phoenix has changed because everyone from L.A., when they can't afford their rent, they come over to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> they're from Vegas. So Arizona is a mini baby of L.A. and Vegas. And there's, like, good parts about mm-hmm. it. But then there's, like, parts like, hey, yo, like, there's so many. We used to call them $30,000 millionaires. Guys who would rent cars to go to the clubs. You're like, dude, nobody sees your car inside the club. Like, <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> well, I mean, you're leaving you, it here. Anyways. You can get big. You can get a big house for cheap, though, right? That's part of the appeal. And the weather's nice you, year round. Yeah, dude, big house for cheap. And then one thing about Arizona, there's always something to do, right? You got the waste management open, Super Bowl. You got uh, spring training. You got mm-hmm. the Cardinals, the Suns, the Coyotes. So there's always there's year round. You got, shit. You got meth, all kinds <laughs> of shit <laughs> popping out there. Yes. Yeah, well, for sure. There's some spots now. Listen, look, we uh, look. I'm not gonna lie. There's some spots that are shady, but you know, I I that. just went to Sedona like a month ago. What do you think about Sedona? Were you on peyote the whole time? I was like, on, I was on mushroom, I was on mushrooms. Oh, then you must have had a great time because Sedona, growing up, used to be like kind of old folks, hippies. Mm-hmm. Now that whole generation has gone out there. But low key, I fuck with it. Yeah. I like that vibe. You know, I, I dig sometimes with all this kind of shit going on in the world. You mm-hmm. got to take a step out and just admire beauty. Go do what you got to do. Whether that's a glass of wine. A bag of shrooms or just a fat joint. Like <laughs> you gotta just figure Hell out a way yeah, to man. decompress your brain sometimes, man. Listen, shit. I, I'm actually I'm very interested in Arizona, Jason. I think Sedona could be for me. I, I, wanna, no, I, I think Sedona is definitely for you. It's it's a it's a bunch of white people and they're living good. <laughs> they're like all the all the houses have like kind of like unique character to them. They have like yeah. has like that cool Spanish architecture going on. They got a Whole Foods. They got the blue McDonald's. What else do you Ooh, need, bro? That's uh, honestly, you just named. I mean, that's that's really my shit. All of that is my and shit. And also, everyone, <laughs> there's there's traffic circles everywhere. Everyone's old. They drive real slow, which is good oh, for you. Not like good that. for me. I'm, I, you know, I like to, I'm, I, I like to really haul ass. Do you do you feel the same way, Chang? <laughs> you know what? Is it here and there, it just depends on how where I need to go. But is it I easy to put two hundred on the dash in the Hellcat when you're in when you're in <laughs> Oregon? No, hell no. I do, <laughs> hey, listen, I do have a big-ass truck, right? But I don't like driving fast like that, man. Listen, I used to. And then I was like, mm-hmm. man, what? Just be how on many, time. Uh, you got how kids. Many, it's a whole thing. How many How many dumb sports cars have you bought in your life, though? Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Low key. I mean, here's, here's what saved me, but sort of didn't. I really, I'm seven foot. I don't fit in a lot of cars. Mm-hmm. I love cars. I've always wanted a Ferrari, but lucky for me, they don't fit dudes. That ain't happening. Mm-hmm. Right, that ain't happening, right? And, and then I'm not like, I like to drive. If I'm going to buy a car like that, I'm driving that thing down the coast, right? I want to put some miles on it. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, listen, you work hard. I feel like, you know, people who buy nice things, but don't wear it, I don't understand that. Yeah, what's like, the point? Yeah, I agree. Point, right? Show me, it, like, I think what's great about this new like NBA culture, and I'll get back to the cars, is like when guys have nice things, it's not really a flaunt. It's more like, hey, I think you would like this too. Or at least the guys I fuck with are like, hey, yo, there is a, 
I found this, you know, Audemars from, you know, 1993 that had only been worn twice. So, like, we're like, oh, shit, where'd you get that? What's the, you know, history behind that? I think, like, yeah. NBA culture has become way more well-rounded because anybody can have a chain. Anybody can have a nice house, depending on what you like. This is what I tell Jason all the time when he's trying to go to see Ben Baller. I'm like, bro, anybody can get a chain, Jason. Relax. So what we're saying, because of the internet, I think because of the resale culture and all that stuff, people are starting to look at these exuberant purchases as investments and not just like, I'm going to get like a T-Pain chain that's going to cost no. me 300 grand. And in, in, like, in one week, it's going to be like in the garbage can. They're going to be like, all right, the Audemars, the value of it is going to increase as I you know, sure. give it to my kids. Uh, I think that's a, that's a positive sign because a lot of people yeah. have wasted their well, that NBA okay, baggie. So, well, athletes, yeah, athletes aren't known for spending money wisely. That, that's, no. you know, that's not their number one kind of takeaway. Yeah, because so you, you kind of don't – because you could spend it not wisely and still kind of be good, and that's the, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, unless, you, also, unless you really fuck it up. Well, put it this way, like – Everybody says athletes don't take care of their money wisely, but athletes are the only people that have their salaries put on blast every single year. Yeah, that's year. true. That's the yeah, so that's like, point. Think about how many businesses go up and down, and somebody goes, oh, you know, I tried to do this startup. We got fucked um, in bankruptcy. But no, that's not on a new newspaper, right? Mm-hmm. No, nah, good point. A guy who has a high school education who really didn't even go to high school to learn. He went to high school to make millions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He made those millions, and now he's relying on people who haven't seen a million dollars in their lifetime, nor will they, trying to take care of that lifestyle based on yeah. what they think is right. So, like, that type of, like, uh, I would say that type of look, you have to reverse that and say, mm-hmm. hey, like, if I was on their side, they had a million dollars, and then they're going to continue to try to do the best they can, but where are they investing it? They don't have that infrastructure, right? Yeah. Because that 18-year-old goes from being... No, it's crazy. ...to being the head of the family for everybody because he's the rocket that got him out of the ship mm-hmm. or out of the atmosphere. So it's crazy when you think about the culture of, of Cause you get this money. I mean, you get this money young. And then what you're saying is you're expected to support basically your whole family and friends until you can't anymore. For, I mean, yes and no. It depends on your infrastructure, right? Do both sure. your parents work? Right. Yeah. Because I know a lot of guys, one parent works and one parent uh, takes the kid to practice at six in the morning rebounds for them mm-hmm. like uh picks them up from school you know the whole thing it's a full-time job for the parent it, it's a full-time it has job. to be right because yeah, at yeah, the yeah. end of the day no nobody is more i would say um promoted than athletes right you don't see people with commercials for gatorade that are doctors or teachers mm-hmm. right yeah. so that's parents just boring not, as fuck <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, yeah. parents who are not educated for the most part or, or even white kids black kids european kids Think about in in Europe, kids go to school to play sports, mm-hmm. right? Kids go to school to become professional athletes. Meaning, meaning, if like the can. the education portion of it is is not thinly veiled like it is in America. No, Where, and, and yeah. I also, I also have to say that's a part of the college. Yes, you can, Margo. Oh my God, my daughter, Margo. No, do something with Hendrix, girl. I'm doing business. <laughs> Is, is is Hendrix named after the rapper Future Hendrix or Jimi Hendrix? No. Jimmy. <laughs> that's a hard no. Okay, that's fine. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Jimi Hendrix fan, man. My dad was. Uh, cool. I am. I, and like, you know, just music in general. I think 
You I ever, played you, all type of instruments growing up. And damn, my guy, my man can tickle the keys. Uh, no, no, not tickle the keys. Uh, my mother made me play an instrument, so I played the trumpet until I got braces, and then basically had to play like a mini tuba. But, <laughs> all right, so so you chose the two instruments that get you the most pussy of all time. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, yeah. no, dog. <laughs> The alto sax, you're definitely slapping cheeks with that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, 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 I don't want to play lead guitar. I want to play the mini tuba. That's so funny. <laughs> you were getting a couple looks. <laughs> How did you have time? How did you? I, so, which one of your parents was taking you to practice and rebounding for you? My both of them. I, I mean, both my parents worked, and then what they would do is they would pick me up. They would take their lunch break when I was done with work and drop me off at a gym um, and just, you know, I end up creating relationships with um, obviously other guys my age. We would go and then their parents would give me a ride home or I would go home. I would ride my bike home and then in a hundred degree weather, just go shoot for two two or three hours. And like, Hmm. I wasn't really that good until (laughs) (laughs) year of high school. So like all my options were on the table. That's why my mom was like, Learn how to play an instrument. Uh, be in the, you know, be in the. I see. Was in a play, like so. They were like. She's be trying well to get you to di- diversify as much as you diversify. can. Diversify exactly, like because a lot of kids know. I feel like, and I, again, I could be wrong, but it seems like some people. It's like you're 13. It's like they know you got it, and it's going to happen for you, and they mm-hmm. just start. They just start like putting you in the system. You're saying for you, like it was junior year of high school before you knew it was really going to happen. Yeah, well, dude, it was my junior year of college before I thought I was going to make it to the league. I just kept growing. So for me, oh, oh. Um, my parents were like, listen, if you keep grinding, something good's going to happen. So my goal was to get a college scholarship. Okay, I see. Um, and then my dad was always like, you know, my mom worked for NBC uh, in, in Phoenix. So she used to work for the news station. So she was like, listen, you need to sound intelligent when you talk because you have intelligent thoughts. So mm. they used to have me practice doing stuff like that. And then great advice. Reading different books. I had to go to museums all the time. I had to be in art camps. So for me, my Damn. parents were like, do all this because all this is art. Like your game is an art. Their art, their painting is an art. The music is an art. Damn. So that's really yeah. good advice. That's a great yeah. way to be raised. So I appreciate things. You know, I think um, you know, this last summer I went to uh or two summers ago, I went to Paris or France, right, for my retirement. And then last summer I ended up getting to go to China. And they are so far apart from each other, but you respect the history and the culture and the mm-hmm. art. And I don't know if you would if you didn't, like, care about that kind of stuff. You no, know? of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. You only retired two years ago? Yeah. 37. Retired when I was – well, yeah, 37. Yeah. How's the, how's the body feel, bro? How I we feel feel? great. Dude, my goal was to make cheese and make sure I never have to work again if I don't want to, mm-hmm. win a championship, and walk away from the game. Like, walk away. Don't have me begging for a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just said, you know what? This year is enough for me. And luckily, I didn't have to play the year with COVID. So um, that, oh, that that's was right. Damn, you, you didn't yeah, have you to be in the bubble. bubble. You yeah, I bubble. Went out, yeah, I went out on my terms. I loved it. I love the guys. I still fuck with the guys to this day um, that I were my friends. And, and it's hard to make friends in the league because, you know, we all trying to eat off the same table. But the guys that I've been best friends with for four or five years now some 10 some 12 and steve is one of those guys same with grant hill mm-hmm. uh like those dudes are like classy dudes like those dudes are like you know 
just into different stuff and they're successful everywhere they go. So, yeah. you know, they kind of mentored me in, on, on doing this kind of stuff. That's amazing. Well, let's, I wanted to talk to you about tall stuff because this is actually a, a tall man <laughs> podcast. Here we go. <laughs> this is the first time where, where a guest has ever been taller than, than us. Oh, shit. How yeah, Because yeah. Chris is 6'4", I'm 6'9". Ooh. Here we go, big fella. <laughs> All right, so walk walk me through walk me through your fashion game. Depends on where I'm at, right? I think everything is is appropriate. To be honest, I'm a comfort guy. Like I, you know, my dad, my uh, my guy Mark and my brother, they lived in Williamsburg. They grew up together, and Mark is really into fashion. Mm-hmm. And uh, my brother sort of tries to be in fashion, but it's kind of like he's funny about it. And he's six sounds like me. Seven foot, right? Yeah. So my fashion game is like, do I have to dress up? All right. Let me like make sure my fit is all right. But um But normally it's are you a are you a shorts man or are you a pants man? No, dude, pants. I I, I, would, <laughs> I would rather wear pants all day, every day, right? And a t shirt on top. Like I don't need people to see my ankles and the knees. <laughs> okay, right? but isn't it hard to find pants that are that are popping that are that are going to fit you? What's the inseam? What's the inseam? Sure. But, you, you know, sometimes you got to doctor it up, though, right? Even if your jeans are kind of shitty, you just got to put <laughs> fly-ass kicks on, mm. nice watch, and maybe accessorize with a chain, whatever it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, listen, you got to work with what you got to work with. So for me, it's like pick my lane. Like, I've been a Nike athlete since I was 16. Same. So I'm always going to try to stay with some fresh kicks, right? Mm. Appropriate kicks for where we go, but... Um, and luckily, what, Nike makes a lot of shoes in in your size. What's what shoe size are yeah. you? If you don't 17, 18, okay. 16 in a dress shoe. But uh, we need to get all right. So Channing, if you could, we need to get Jason some help because he's having a tough time. He can't find these seventeens. He might need oh, some of your dude, hand, my down. guys out here. My guys out here. It's the name of the shoe store. It's called OddballShoes.com. <laughs> they make thirteen through twenty two. You can get. Fry, fry, don't worry. I'm already an oddball influencer. They already sent oh, me the pack. Yeah, go. it's it's all, I'm wearing the socks right now, King. Don't even don't even trip. <laughs> Those are my dudes, man. Those are my guys. Those oh, are like cool. genuinely awesome human beings. They're funny as shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you have to dress up, do you have the suits? I mean you got the custom made, all that stuff, right? Yeah, dude, yeah. When I gotta wear suits, I'll tell you this. I'm a big Xenia guy. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, me too. Xenia Xenia makes good tall shit. My girlfriend best, found it. Right. But it, it, I, like I've also had shitty suits that were expensive. Mm-hmm. But like when you get a suit dry clean once or twice and it still looks just as good, mm-hmm. right? That's the quality of the clothes. And I shift weight whether I'm playing or not playing. I can go from two eighty to 245 right all in one in maybe a year or two so for me my tailor out here is great like keeping it like slim and trim and they'll constantly uh upgrade you but Xenia's the best um when i think is kim jones was doing a lot of stuff with louis yeah 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 man listen i tried to buy as much shit i got a pea coat a couple of jackets mm-hmm. a letterman jacket I, I really like his shit because even when I'm 45, 50, I'll be like, yo, this shit is still fly because it's mm-hmm. classic. No, that Timeless was his best. Pieces. That was his yeah, best Timeless era. Pieces, that was his best era. So all, sure. all we got to do as tall kings is just buy literally the most expensive clothing you can buy. <laughs> just some Xenia and some Louis. And it, it's going to be all good. Well, you know what? I think for me, it's about your vibe. If you're about that life every single day, mm-hmm. be about it. If not, you don't, don't feel no pressure to have to put 
all them damn logos on you. Like, go find somebody who's going to make you some fly shit. Like, mm -hmm. that's the one thing I hate about these young kids nowadays. You don't have to have name brand shit all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, get you a get well, you a t-shirt that makes you feel fly. Add league league fits. League fits would say different. The tunnel. Uh, the, the tunnel would say something different. But I, I think I think guys. That's are, all marketing, though. That's all marketing. They're yeah. like, why? If you're a big brand company, you're sending them free gear for sure, right? Because. Yeah. That way you're getting you what we you would have to pay hundreds of thousand dollars for a commercial. One player like LeBron has 75 million views when he posts a picture. Why do you think he tags where he gets his shit from? For sure, for sure. This is so how many people is gone to hey, I'll wear your stuff for a little bit. You're getting five million views every time I post a picture and it lives on my page. Mm -hmm. Right? I've seen these analytics. So all of a sudden. Instead of big business going to TV or going to advertising, they just put free, give free merchandise, which costs them nothing, to people that have five, six, seven influencers. Everybody is an influencer mm. as long as you stay in your lane. Mm. I, I love staying in my lane. That's that's one of my that's the, the best <laughs> advice you can get, Jason. You could you could take some of that yourself. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, but I mean it's it's crazy how. Social Whoa. media has changed so much. Man. When you started, when you started playing, was it like suits in the tunnel, and then you changed it? What? Like that was it, right? <laughs> yes, we. I was in New York, so I got drafted by New York my first two years, and it was suits, suited and booted <laughs> on the plane. So that's no lie. That means suit on the plane. Suit, you can't even get on the plane if you don't have a belt, a tie. I like that. A, a shirt. All 82 games? No, you don't like that. You gotta have some. You gotta have some now and later Gators on. What? Oh, back in 2005, you know the six button joint <laughs> <laughs> suits. Oh my god, dude! I mean, I still have two or three because I like joking around. My wife, she's like, "Well, Channing, let's get ready to go somewhere nice, and I'll throw on one of them big ass." Suits. She's like, oh, hell no. You know, at some point, you might need to be Steve Harvey for Halloween, so it's good oh, to keep a couple dude. of those on ice. Man, oh, I got you know, I got a couple of flamethrowers on ice now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that baggy, it was tough. And then it was like, you know, Jay-Z literally dictated NBA fashion. Then he said Air Force Ones with a button-up, with a Yankee fitted. Mm -hmm. That was fire. Then, you know, the league kind of like slimmed everything down. A lot more European players started to come over. Then everything started to get real skinny and tight. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of like the little Wayne skater rock star thing started to mix in mm -hmm. there, right? Where now all of a sudden, like, you know, back in the day, we call like alternative kids mixed with like skater kids mixed with hip hop all meshed. And so now it became a lot of NBA players and Euro guys were looking at soccer players, how they were dressed, like David Beckham. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. You know, Zoltan, all those dudes. They were like, damn, their suits are suited and booted. Like, mm -hmm. Tight fitting, you know, fit to, you know, for classic, like James Bond. Mm -hmm. And that's when the whole league started to change. And then guys got into fashion more because they started to get accessibility. Um, I mean, know, I, I would say that I would say that for better or worse, NBA players are probably the most influential right now. Beyond, easy. We beyond don't have musicians. helmets on. Yeah, that's, that's what I say mm. all the time. You can see your face. But what about the... What about the jerseys? Because this shit, why are they like, why are they like sleeveless t-shirts now instead of tank tops? Yeah, because because uh, you guys got the shoulders. <laughs> well, here's the problem. They uh, that was I think that was Adidas. So since uh, I've been in the league, it was Reebok, 
and then Adidas had a deal, and now they're Nike. So there's no more sleeve jerseys. They cut that shit out. Mm-hmm. Literally. But, Adidas yeah, always, Adidas always fucking it up. That's the yeah, dip, I, I think that's it was true. a last-ditch effort. A lot of people were like, well, you know, basketball games are a little different than football games because basketball games are really like clubs at from 7 to 10. Mm-hmm. Right? People go, they go out, have pregame, they go to the game, and because the NBA game is so fast and like so uh, continuous, right? But like acceptable breaks, people are kicking at the bar half the game. Yeah. So they'll buy a seat just to go to the bar. And like even when I was with Staples Center, that's not, they go into the game, <laughs> but they ain't really there at the game. Are you not- saying that LA fans are a little different than in other places? What are you talking about? <laughs> LA, LA and New York by far the, the, the most different because. Here's a small thing that other teams aren't doing. L.A. and New York shut the lights off around the arena mm-hmm. except for the first two rows so that everybody can see who's in those first two rows, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why Because that's where the baddest chicks are at. Yeah. Not only those who are baddest chicks. And, and the baddest fellas. But, I mean, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah. but also, I mean, com- compare, talking about hotties only, you know, ba- baseball games, football games. There's no attractive people in those stands at all. Basketball it games. Yeah, yeah. It ain't yeah, oh, yeah. But that's the thing. It's different. It's like a basketball game is, is way more intimate than baseball and football because it's inside, mm-hmm. right? Hockey yeah. is cold. Hot, football, basketball, or football, baseball are, are outside. And they're longer games. And it's just a little bit, you know, for the lack of a better term, a little bit rougher. Yeah. So yeah. basketball, you can sit sideline half court and you're right there next to the action mm. you get sweating your 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 vodka soda mm. you know <laughs> on, spilling beer on you and that type of intimacy is what makes basketball different and i think that's why it's been so appealing especially in cities like la you're like well i was at the game where jack nicholas was mm. and then lebron and kobe were playing and i was three rows back and so that's like a different memory than Oh yeah, there was a football game. It was really good. I didn't know who scored. That was- <laughs> yeah, it was cold outside. I mean, the first yeah. time I sat in like a folding chair at at the garden, <laughs> I was like, "All right, this is some different shit." Like it, it really is different. It's like these. Also, what blew me away and still blows me away is that it looks. You know, you guys make it look pretty easy. You know what I'm saying? It looks. It's very graceful in this way, and it looks yeah. easy when you're that close. That really hits home. Um, football, that shit don't look like much to me. You know? <laughs> it, it just don't. It just don't look like much. Yeah. And and baseball the same. But I think for I'm always impressed by the athleticism because baseball and football they have it, but it's in a different way. It's not constant yeah. moving like you're saying. It's not. Yeah, not constantly totally. It's. I think basketball, like the freak athletes, right? And I'm not saying baseball doesn't have a freak athlete or two. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Judge and Mike Trout and maybe one or two other guys, but basketball is full of freaks. Like you look at mm-hmm. JaVale mm-hmm. McGee, right? Who people think, oh, JaVale's not that good. He's seven foot one and he's the fastest dude on the court and he can touch his head to the rim. And he's vegan, which is even crazier. <laughs> so I don't know how he's running like that off of some beans and rice. <laughs> <laughs> like you look at top to bottom, the athletes and the accessibility. And you know what? In basketball, um, this makes a big, like any product, right? Because each player is a product. Um, you can go to their Instagram and find out exactly what they're into, who they're mm-hmm. into, and the NBA allows its players to have their own voice, yeah. which is even more empowering for their brand mm-hmm. and for their 
individual products. So that's why people, they're not so much, you may be loyal to the Lakers, but you're more loyal to that person. And that is why Braun is going to be king for a long, long time because his brand is the strongest brand in the history of the NBA. Totally. What's up with, so, you know, Jason and I are, are, you know, we're pretty serious about our fitness over here. Yeah. Um, this is not a fucking game, but, um, <laughs> you know, we've never, we've never had the opportunity to speak to professional athletes. So I want to hear like in your prime, what was the diet looking like? What was the routine looking like? What are we, what are we talking about? Yeah. And How also, also you to- mentioned your wildly f- fluctuating weight. I want to get into oh, that yeah. as well. Well, I mean, so the game of basketball has evolved, right? So 2005, I was 22 coming out of college, but I was playing like the center position sometimes. Yeah. So I was guarding guys like Shaq, Yao fucking <laughs> gigantors of human beings. So I was like, okay, I weighed 230. I was like, do I need to get bigger? So then I got to about 245, 250. Then the league got way smaller. <laughs> but there were still some big, you know, tree tree goblins I needed to go. <laughs> so I needed to get a little bit bigger. And as I got slower, I was able to guard those big guys and still do my job. So, like, when I retired, I was 265. So right now I'm Ooh. 280, which isn't that bad. If I lose 15, that's fine. If I don't, I'm fucking money. Uh, <laughs> like so, so walking around, you're 280? 280? Yeah, 280-ish, yeah. Damn. So, the, so I'm six nine, and I I weigh like a hundred ninety six pounds. What is ooh. that? What, what's going on there? Do you run a lot of cardio? No. He can't run. He looks like a he looks like a damn. He looks like Big Bird. He so can't. What is your, okay, so I'll tell you. I do like, a lot of jump rope. I heard yo jumping rope mm-hmm. is amazing. I think it's the most underrated thing of all time. But I did it so much growing up. It's like you know when your parents only have like peanut butter and jelly and you eat it for a year and you're like man fuck this i'm not eating another you're, you're never trying to skip another rope in your goddamn life i'm trying not to but if i could be 196 big fella <laughs> yeah but i mean that's what the weird part is like you're not a fat person i'm no. not a fat person you're three inches taller than me almost a hundred pounds more than me yeah isn't that crazy i think it is but i think it's also i got like seven two wingspan and i'm used to lifting and running mm-hmm. so like even though i think i'm crazy out of shape after being a year out i tried to lose 20 pounds i got to right after i left the league i like uh got huge i got to like 302 what said, hey, yo, Bro, you, what were you doing just living good oh yeah just here's when you're used to working out four or five hours a day yeah. right constantly burning then you stop immediately and you're just enjoying life. Your body says, oh, we keeping all this, right? Like, $3.99 at Payless, so you keeping all that, right? So for me, I was like, hey, yo, I can't do this. So then I went on a crazy diet, got down to 262 within four months. It was like, it's just, I can't enjoy nothing. Right? Yeah. I'm waking up, working out, eating, eating some bullshit, uh, <laughs> right? Taking my dog on like a four or five mile walk, coming back to the house, eating some more bullshit, like an avocado with olive oil, and then <laughs> out again, then eating. By the end of the day, I'm so damn hungry, I can't think of nothing. So, so you, you're saying as a civilian, you were doing three a days with like a meal plan to lose that weight? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, mean, I just can't live like that. I can't live like that. Well, maybe Waldo you should pens. do. So this is this is my workout plan. So pull out your <laughs> your pen and pencil and pad, and if you want to learn <laughs> how to really blow, I, mean, I can't do that. <laughs> it does not involve uh, any drug use other than marijuana. So don't worry. Okay, okay. I live in Portland. It's all the cool. Weed. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, now all of a sudden. All right. So don't eat breakfast. Don't eat lunch, and then for dinner, eat whatever the fuck you want. You can work out. You can not work out. Whatever you want to do. I don't agree Damn. with Jason's plan. I'm a little more strict. I, I see my trainer three times a week. I run three times a week, and we play tennis probably two or three times a week. See? So I'm trying to get a two-a-day. I'm into a two-a-day lifestyle, but unfortunately, <clears throat> I am not an athlete or a future athlete, so it seems like a waste of time a little bit. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, I think, <laughs> you know what? For me, uh, finding my rhythm, because I hate just doing regular cardio, yeah, mm-hmm. so like I used to never walk, right? Mm-hmm. But now I'll go on like four or five mile walks with my dog, and I'll try to beat my time every time. Interesting. So that's fun. And then if I can't do that because it's rainy sometimes in Portland, mm. I'll like get on a bike, and then I'll just do like thirty minutes to an hour, and then I'll write down how far I got, and then I'll keep trying to beat that for that. And then I go to a trainer sometimes, but for me, if I get into doing training stuff. It's going to take me every – I want to go every single day. I it gets serious to, quick because that's your muscle memory. It's like, let's go. You know how to do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a chill button. Once I start something, I'm like, all right, every single day we're doing this, and here's what I know um, just because I was always skinny. So for me, it was always like the weight room first, then basketball, mm. then practice, then shooting afterwards, and then back in the weight room to finish up on like core – flexibility, all that stuff. Go home, recover, eat right, maybe get on a bike, mm-hmm. do recovery then, go to sleep, sleep your eight hours, and repeat that every single day. Damn, this is my dream. I just, I, I was, <laughs> damn, this is really what I'm trying to do, except there's no sport involved. That's the, yeah. that's the unfortunate Well, part. maybe maybe a question that you can help me out is how can I put some more weight on that's not in the stomach Cause, area. Because Channing, Jason's yeah. chest, Jason's chest looking like a bird, bro. He got no chest. He got no. He got yeah, no chest. I need so I need tall man NBA muscles. I'm, I need <laughs> I need I need to wear the tank and and have women be like, damn, the traps are are lit right now. The shoulder, the shoulder is is too fucking wild. That's that's what I need to hear. Shockingly, this is gonna be wild. Do stuff like this. Pick four body weight exercises, and then for three weeks, do 40 seconds on, 20 seconds off for five minutes. So, like, pick a push-up. Mm-hmm. So every minute on a minute, you're going to do push-ups as many as you can for 40 seconds. You chill yes. for 20. 40 seconds, chill for 20 for five minutes. Five minutes. Because that's cardio also. You're going mm. to die. Trust me, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, no, that's hard as Then fun. do, like, squats. Then do lunges. And then if you can't, do pull-ups. So that way, if you're small, people want to get in the weight room and use all this weight, but that's how you get hurt, right? And then that's why you're like, fuck, I hate the weight room. But if you can do in five minutes 100 Mm push-ups, 90 push-ups, you'll start to see your progression. And you're going to be built like how you want to be built, Mm. right? How your body's naturally going to be built. Mm. So you don't be out here with crazy biceps and no shoulders. Mm -hmm. If you do push-up and pull-ups, you're going to be fucking shredded in a month. Quick. All right. I'm the, luckily for me, I'm the pull up king. <laughs> he, he's shockingly good at pull ups, and it pisses me off to know. Oh, it's, no, it's no shock. I put in the work, just like just like Channing does. All right. <laughs> well, 
in the new crib, are you, are you gonna, do you have a gym in the new crib? Is that part of the remodel? Uh, no, sort of. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's outside at the pool house, but, um, Flex. it's like the pool house is now storage now, but, um, yeah, pull up. There's a tree. I also use sometimes I'm out here like fucking Rocky. What was that? Rocky? Damn. Damn. <laughs> Rocky 10. Pull up on a tree. Fucking the tree yeah. up. No, he's punching. I, it I have shit. big hands. I have really big hands. So that little pull up bar feels like a pencil and it hurts my wrist. Mm. Yo, tall right? man problems. So, Tall man problems. Okay, but, back to yeah, the back to the like really quick on the whips. What yeah. what car of all time, your entire life, did you fit in the best? The car, the truck I have now. So I have a Shelby F one fifty. Okay, and they only made I think five hundred of those. You mm. should look it up, see what it looks like. I, 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 like what year? It, what year is it? Two thousand seventeen. Okay. Oh yeah, I've seen those, and oh, and yeah, it's got yeah. that zoom zoom. Oh, super zoom, but like. You can fit five me's in there. Mm. And like, I'm just a big dude, but I like fast cars, but sure. I don't want to unfold myself to get out there. Motherfucker. <laughs> right. So let's, you can't have the fastest fast car. You can have the fastest truck. So. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. No, I'm, I'm learning a lot about life from you. This is, this is really, yeah, this is really helpful. And I knew that Jason would have a full line of tall questions. So, so I have, so, uh, but also I have a twin brother who's five eleven. Oh shit! Yeah, maybe six on a good day, but he—it's weird because he's a massive basketball fan, and I—I—I'm yeah. not a massive basketball fan. I yeah, like—I totally love—I cool. love to play the game, but I don't. He's like a super fan, you know. He like he knows like yeah, what, yeah, yeah. You know, he knows what high school you went to and shit like that. So <laughs> I was like, send yeah. me some questions, and he goes, "I would like to ask him if he holds a grudge against KG for slapping his pepper." <laughs> yeah, dude, not that me. Fuck that dude. <laughs> I listen. I was a huge KG fan until he nuts at me, and then I was just like, ah, you're not my favorite human being anymore. Like, but you went way down on my list. But is it? I I feel like nut tapping is just part of being on the court. Am I wrong? No, no, it is not. <laughs> no, listen, that's a dirt. That's a dirty player. All the nut tappers out there, I'm not coming at you. It is not. It is a foul in basketball. It is a technical foul to touch another man's nuts with your fingernails. And it's also it's it's unsportsmanlike conduct. It's from a, you know like I remember back in the day like in high school when like you get in fights with other people and, and there was always oh, yeah. a rule like don't don't fuck with someone's car. Like that was that was always like never do that. Like, you can get fight somebody, do whatever, but like you scratch up the shit, you pop the tires, like that's, oh, that's like you don't, don't do that. And I think it's the same like. If you hit me in the dick and like the next 45 minutes are going to be awful, like it's going to fuck my game up. It will fuck your game up. It ruined me for a long time. (laughs) What's the, so what's, what's going on, you know, on the court, you guys are whispering to each other, you're blowing each other's ears, you know, is it, is it normally all in good fun or does it actually get fucked up? You know what? Like anything in life, you just got to know, you got to know your audience. So certain dudes just like talking shit. And then there are certain dudes where we say there's a turn that goes around. He's about that life, right? Okay. There are certain guys you just don't really want to fuck with because they might break your jaw, right? Off mm. just just off a general purpose, they're just an angry human being. Yeah. So there's been about we're talking about Yao Ming still. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Yao Ming is gigantic. I'm seven foot. Mm-hmm. He's seven five. So he's probably the biggest in general human i have ever seen but mm-hmm. there are some guys that i'm pretty sure we're talking more like ron artest kind of people that are gonna like snap their Listen. shit and like oh damn 
Yeah, you know what? But Ron Artest is generally a super awesome human being. Mm -hmm. I'm just not trying to get to see the other side. Sure, yeah, yeah. You ain't trying to get wrapped up in that. Yep. Kenyon Martin, Mm. Rasheed Wallace. Mm, uh, Yeah, yeah, Shaq will elbow the fuck out of you. (laughs) Um, You know, shockingly, to who else? Matt Barnes would fight you any moment. Matt Barnes looks like he would fight me at any moment. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But, like... Matt's a great guy. He just used to have a temper. He He's just dealing with some demons. Who about. isn't? Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> um, who else? Oh, James Johnson. You wouldn't know that name, but he plays in, I think he plays in Minnesota or Miami. And uh, he's like a six-time black belt or six-degree black oh, shit. belt. He's like had actual fight fights. Damn. <laughs> I think a rookie one time tested him. And I was watching this on film, and I was like, "Is this? Does he want to die?" <laughs> Roadhouse, roundhouse kicked in his fucking throat. <laughs> guys, that I'm just like, you know what? If you're having a bad day, coach sub me out. I'm not getting punched in my neck. <laughs> it ain't worth. It ain't worth it. It really it ain't isn't worth it. It, it ain't, ain't worth it. it. Well, also, um, you know, before I, we we, we got to talk about wine. You know, something that I, oh, that, that I actually know about. So, so you have so you have a wine company. What's it called? Mm. Also, nice. Well, let me see that Nalgene real quick. Oh, it's my CBD Nalgene. <laughs> oh, this that's man. about the most Portland sentence you could get. It's like, hey, <laughs> <you're> <laughs> this is I the Nalgene for my, my CBD mushrooms. company. It has everything we need. Yeah, I just ordered my mushrooms in Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> sip of my CBD Nalgene Hell as yeah. I have my. Uh, my uh, mandals on. There you go. Damn, uh, I'm like Jason. You're a lot more like us than we realized. <laughs> uh, no, no. So name my company is, is uh, or the brand is Chosen Family Wines. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, it just came out a month ago. I'm obsessed with wine. I'm obsessed with like what it does to people in a room. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm obsessed with like the process. Uh you know, obviously, you got to be obsessed with it if you're going to start a small business during COVID mm-hmm. when you don't have a tasting room. Um, sure. So we're a 100% e-commerce brand. Uh, we It's been amazing to see the love we've gotten so far. We don't do a lot. We only, this this bat, so this round, we only did 125 cases total of Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. Um, but like just seeing the the impact that wine has you know obviously right now the culture of america is kind of shitty everything is so divisive it's like yes it is do you like do you like oranges well fuck you you don't like apples like <laughs> no i just said i want an orange like what like it, it mm. that's just not how i roll generally you know me sure. i'm a people person so i like to get my information on what people are really good at from them right i don't want to read it i want you to tell me how you've been successful anyways mm. so, so just, you you said you like the way you like what wine does to people like in a in a group yeah. setting you're talking about you know everyone's hanging out together and you, and you're oh, yeah. and you're you're pouring up and and the everyone's loosening up and you have some <clears throat> really important amazing conversations is that what we're talking about totally but i also think <clears throat> excuse me i also think when somebody brings over a bottle, like, and this is just from my experience, mm-hmm. if you invite me to your house, I'm going to bring you a bottle that had an impact on my life or that's a story that's awesome that I want to give you, right? If I just bring you a six-pack of beer, it's like, here, let's drink this. Mm-hmm. For the most part, if I bring you a bottle, I'm going, 
for beginners, I like this label. It reminded me of the time we went to Sedona and we're tripping on mushrooms. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> or I would say, hey, you know, this guy lives out in Portland. You, I heard you don't like Merlot, so I got you this. That's less than a Merlot. So, like, you have to mm-hmm. think about the people you're going to be in the room with and that story of that wine. And most wine bottles in my world have some meaning. And so that's what I'm saying. And so even if somebody doesn't like it, they're not, it's not a disrespect. It's not like a, oh, this is gross and so are you. It's like, hey, this just isn't in my vibe. Mm-hmm. You can't take that personal. And I think that's how mm-hmm. conversations should be. And that's how we get better. That's how we learn from each other mm. is by saying like, hey, I may not like that. No disrespect to you. How can we make this? Like, how can we, you know, work around this? Or next time, could you bring me white yeah, I'm wine? Gonna, I'm going to keep trying. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to figure out the right perfect wine for you. And then we're going to have a breakthrough. And then we're going to have a fucking good time because wine is delicious. It's like, oh, shit, you don't like it? Good. Me, give me a straw, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> right? And it's just like, it, you, it's nothing is divisive. If you go, oh, you taste chocolate, I taste plums, mm-hmm. we're both right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're <laughs> right. Watching what we're supposed to watch, right? So um, I've had great conversations over wine. Um, I met some amazing Same. people over wine. And then for me to be in this industry, you know, being like a 37-year-old black guy from Arizona, um, doing an e-commerce wine brand and being pretty successful so far is pretty amazing. So yeah. I think in general, I'm trying to see if I can inspire a kid or two to, to, you know, push their way through, you know, and to break into a pretty singular culture mm-hmm. business to now there's so many, I think there's four or five or six NBA players alone that have their own wine brands. Damn. Well, I wanted to know you're talking. So it's only e-com online only. Yeah. How do you how does a wine company go about pricing their wines? Like I've always been fascinated by wine because like, <clears throat> it's all the same thing. And obviously the quality of grapes and where it's from and totally, totally. all that stuff. But like, why is one wine 100 bucks? Why is one eight bucks? And, you know, every other price in between. I mean, you could look at it three ways. Number one, um, how much are you set? Like, how much wine are you putting out there? Mm-hmm. Right? There's the scarcity. A hundred. Yeah. The scarcity. If you have scarce wine, just know it's going to be $50 and above. Mm-hmm. It has to be, right? Because the bottle alone uh, is $20. <clears throat> a Pinot Noir bottle, the regular bottle is $20. A cork is 50 cents. Mm-hmm. Right? So then you look at the scarcity of that. Then you look at the, the what they call the varietal, the style of grape. Mm-hmm. Right, so Pinot Noir is usually, if you want a really good Pinot Noir, for the most part, it is forty five dollars and above because that is the most finicky grape in all the wine world. Mm-hmm. So to keep up with that, especially to do it naturally with no irrigation, with no pesticides, mm-hmm. you are basically creating so many variables for this. Mm-hmm. The work putting into this is every fucking day, and it is tedious. So the work of putting it in—that's also something. How long you keep them in the barrel and a French oak barrel may cost six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars. Just the barrel. Some people use that barrel one time. So add that onto the price and that onto the taste. And for them, it's also the location. Mm-hmm. So the location and the soil and that taste is going to be extremely unique. So where we got our wine from, right? Our Pinot Noir and Chardonnay is only 20 acres in the Dundee Hills. Um, and our price is based on the originator's price. So mm-hmm. we don't set our prices. We make sure our price is right even 
with whoever our winemaker is, his original, mm -hmm. which is Long Low Estate. So um, for us, people are like, well, why is this? It's We only have 80 cases, and it's really good shit. And it's basically because his is 70 bucks, mm -hmm. right? We're, we can't devalue him. If you get a collab, like if, and I'll just use Louis. So Nike works with Louis and Virgil. Mm -hmm. You don't see Virgil shoes, Air Force One's $50. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. 500, 600, 700. So if it's scarce and they're already set the value at that, you can't undervalue somebody's art. So that's just kind of our thing. And mm -hmm. if it's not you, I totally get it. Praise, come with it. Like, I get it. Uh, but if it is for you, get it while you can because it's an awesome product. Um, what's the, what's the price hitting? What's the Pinot hitting for? Uh, 73 and then the Chardonnay is 60. Wow, Jason, you'll I look for a couple bottles to show up. Channing's gonna take care of you, bro. Um, <laughs> so you also have a CBD company? No? no, no, they just send me stuff because got it. Uh, it actually works. Like I wasn't before I left. It was CBD wasn't um, wasn't legal in the league, mm -hmm. but low key that should be fire, man. Yeah. I, if I can use that, I'm not a big pill guy, right? Right. I, <laughs> Makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Right. But I mean, for me, I'm like, I would have been way better off using some of this stuff. So I'm a big natural medicine guy, you know, seen a natural path since 2009. Mm. So I'm all about, you know, Eastern medicine and, and big honestly, me, me as well. I do a lot of acupuncture and cupping when I have any, Fire. any yes. ailments. And that has always worked. But he's also a fan of Oxycontin as well. You know what I'm well, saying? So I, get, yeah, get well, you a man that could do both is what I'm saying. <laughs> A renaissance man. <laughs> yeah, I'm a renaissance man. That's exactly. It. But I, I do think that that stuff is, is it's also so affordable, which is something I don't think yeah. people realize. It's like a really affordable way to try to, you know, yeah. tackle the problems. You know, Dude, but, the stigma on CBD is like, am I going to get high? You're like, are you fucking kidding me? It's just for your knee. It's not your whole <laughs> body is going to get high putting some damn lotion on your knee. Mm -hmm, and even true. if it was, you should plus put it on both knees then. <laughs> let's uh let's talk about your your cinematic career really quick as well <laughs> what what have you been in my friend movies yeah movies tv anything all of it dude uh were you in man. neighbors no somebody okay do you have an imdb page Nope. <laughs> Somebody gave you the wrong. Wait, motherfucker, were you t talking about Nick Cannon? <laughs> <laughs> I would you never. Wish? I would never talk about no, Nick I'm Cannon. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> Dude, shockingly, I met Nick Cannon one time. It was pretty funny. We both started laughing because everyone thinks I look just like him. I, I see it a little bit in uh, the, in, but not, but. Nick Cannon's probably six feet tall at most. I know. Listen, you can't compare me to anybody because I'm seven foot. So that's. Would you wear? Point. Would you wear like the weird head wrap that Nick Cannon is famous for, though? No. I also, I heard that he might be playing Tupac in a movie. How do you feel about that? Nah. Do you? Do you, <laughs> do you <laughs> I mean, put it this way: I, I have to give Nick Cannon credit for being so fucking underground successful. Mm -hmm. Right, people see Wallin' Out and they see these movies. Nick Cannon's got paper. Nick Cannon's making a lot of motherfucking paper. money. So like we may see his duds up here, but then like <laughs> honestly, like Ciroc vodka, right? Is I think just became below the top ten of like uh most famous um vodka brands. Yeah. But just think like Diddy was only making music to make that vodka brand 
better. That's where his money came from. So Nick Cannon is doing what he wants to do, but he's really making cheese on the underground, which I respect the shit out of. Mm -hmm. So anybody, you know, doing what you want to do that makes you happy up top, but you're still getting crazy bread on the bottom. Mm -hmm. With me. Yeah, my stand with Channing on this. I have to agree. That's that's really what I'm setting myself up to, Jason. You better hang on. So, so Channing, now that now that you're retired, you're a family man. What are you What are you spending your money on nowadays? How are you blowing the bag? Uh, house remodel. <laughs> look look Honestly. at the t- look how the tone of your voice has changed. Dude, uh, I guess I guess we got plumbing on Thursday. Oh, God, dude. No, no, it's just uh, to be honest. My t- my spending is really like I would say eighty percent wine. Mm, okay, and then cross that. Before COVID, it was thirty percent wine. Excuse me, thirty percent dinners. I'm a big experience guy, mm-hmm. and then thirty percent trout. Like I said, we went to uh, France and we were there for two weeks. We went the to whole family, Provence. No, no, no. Fuck no. <laughs> uh, me and, me and uh, 10 other people my brother came it was crazy um, where we were staying where we were eating um, mm-hmm. the, the art we saw the food we ate the- you spend money like me and Jason I would say that's, oh, that's good. I would say that yeah yeah I, was, yeah, I spend I all my money on you know I, I love blowing a bag on a nice dinner you know that's oh dude what same. that's the, the best, best. Experience is everything. I think, like, but also, you know, a guy like you gets everything that you need for, you know, all the clothes are free. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> used to be. Used to used be. To be. <laughs> right. Used but you to know, be, but I mean, there's a lot of things that that us celebs, you know, what I mean, don't have to spend our money on compared to the average walking around fella. You know, yeah. it's just a little different. I love talking to you know my equals. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, we're able to have a more open. And what about what about L.A. L.A. New York restaurants that you're missing? What's crazy is when I'm in L.A., I usually let my friends take me out to a bunch of places, but no restaurant scene compares to New York. I'm sorry. Like, mm. I just L.A. Like in New York, you can drive 20 minutes and go from like Little Italy to Chinatown. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 right? So um, I love New York. I love Brooklyn. I love the fact that like I can get a bowl of ramen and walk. Like in L.A., everything is so spread out. Mm-hmm. That's issue right and so new york is like even you go to manhattan for instance and just be like all right it's gonna take me 20 minutes to get uptown but once i'm there i can hit three or four different places and i think Mm -hmm. because new york is closer to london and um the international scene is there so much Mm -hmm. you're getting a one joints like if you go to a mexican joint there are motherfucking mexicans back there cooking (laughs) (laughs) italian are italians who don't English back there cooking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. And I think they they do it right. You can go to a little hole-in-the-wall pizza joint, but this guy, you know, Mr. Papa Giorgio has been cooking this mm-hmm. for 30 years, you know, and he's a first, you know, first-generation immigrant, and he cooking pizza like you were in he's Sicily. Gonna, he's going to put his foot in it the way Ooh, that you could not get. He's going to put his foot in it, but that's <laughs> what I like. You know, like well, are you, are, you cooking it, are you cooking it up yourself, Channing? Uh, I grill. I grill, and then my wife does the cooking. I'm more of a sit outside, turn this thing on, like smoky. Like we for Fourth of July, we used to put uh buy like a hundred, hundred fifty pound pig and oh, like shit. all the stayed out there and used to put it on a spit and we stay up all night drinking, talking shit, talking shit. Mm-hmm. Um and then cook it up in the morning for everyone who stayed. It was tight. 
See, yeah, yeah that, that's my kind of experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slow cooking stuff. Um, puffing on like a nice that. hog leg at three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> get, uh, you know, get the backwoods really opened up while you dude. while you while you while you decant a, a 2014. Ooh, baby. <laughs> No, baby, is a lot of whiskey. When you gotta stay up all night, you can't be drinking hundred dollar bottles of wine. That's true. That's true. You listen, you are whiskey and beers, and, and dirty cowboy coffee. <laughs> now you're talking Jason's language. This is grown oh, man, yeah. grown man, bi right now. This is grown. He's on his little grown man. Um, Channing, thank you for joining us. This is of course, pleasure. this is the best man. Anytime, this is great. A pleasure. Um, I, I, I learned a lot today, and more than anything, I was able to, you know, bring someone to the table who could help Jason with all of his height problems. So, Yo, you know, tall kings unite, baby. Tall kings unite. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you, Channing. We'll talk to you soon. Thank bro. you guys for sure, man. Thank you guys. Later. Later. Later.